So how do ordinary people go from feeling stuck and trapped in their life to positively changing? Living with 10 times more confidence and self-belief in their ability and getting the results that they want in their life. In this podcast, we give you the tools, techniques and questions that society doesn't teach you to help you do exactly that. My name's James Hackney, I'm a life coach and NLP practitioner and welcome to the Impact Coaching Podcast. Oh yes, I am very, very excited for the next two episodes because in the next two episodes, it's going to be a two-part little series, is we're going to be helping you to move away from your problems, yes, to be free from your problems and start to focus on the outcome. So you start to get the results that you want, start to feel happier, feel more motivated, and to really start to change your life. So very, very excited for these next two episodes, because if you have a problem in your life, something that you want to overcome, the next two episodes, we're going to be running through nine questions. It's like a structure and a framework that you can apply to any problem that's going on in your life right now so you can start focusing upon the outcome and start getting the results that you actually want. So getting the momentum of you moving forward. So I'm really, really excited for this. But before we do, just to let you know, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, I nearly lost my words then, I'm going to start again. If you haven't already, hit subscribe just so you never miss an episode of the podcast, keeping in the little errors there so we keep original. But yes, hit subscribe just so you never miss an episode of the podcast. And I'm really excited for this because today's podcast is going to really help shift that thinking, okay? So you can start focusing upon your outcomes. And I use this this framework for all the, the challenges and problems that I face in my life, okay? Because it works, you know, it, it, starts, to, it starts to get momentum. And this is something that I used to find with problems, is that I used to get so wrapped up in my problems, in problems that I was facing in my life, in challenges that I was facing, that I felt like I was just at a stationary point. I don't know if you felt like this before, but you feel like you're just at a stationary point. You're you're trying to swim against the current, the tide, and you're swimming, you're swimming, you're swimming, you're trying to get past this current, you're feeling, oh, I just, and you're putting all the energy, all the time, into getting through kind of your problems and your challenges that you're facing, and you feel like you're not getting anywhere at all. And now when I look back after going through my accreditation, the experience that I've had of working with many people around the world on their problems to help them move away from their problems, to live happier, the clients that I've had, and just in general life, is that if you focus upon your problems, if you continue to focus upon the problems that you are having, then you're only going to see the problems. You're always going to be fighting the current You're always going to be swimming the wrong way and not actually swimming with the current and moving forward. So really, really excited today. And it's based upon this this, this thinking around, and I know I I recently podcast about this, is the above the line and below the line thinking, okay? And if you haven't listened to that, it was a few podcasts ago, and it was about above the line and below the line thinking. And I won't go into too much detail around that. You can just Google it if you wanted to have a little look at that. So just Google above the line and below the line thinking. And it's all about starting you to to help you to feel free from your problems by taking control and responsibility. Okay. So 
I'm going to have talked about outcomes here now. You might be thinking, well, what's the difference, James, between an outcome and a goal? Okay, because there can be some confusion. Now, outcomes are a result that you want, and it's opposite to the problem that you are having. So, outcomes are a result that you want, and it's opposite to a problem. Now, it's very similar to a goal, okay? It's just that the outcomes are the opposite to something that you do not want to have, the problem, and it's, it's focused upon the solution-focused mindset. So very similar to goals, but I'm going to keep it the, the language just as an outcome, okay? You can apply this framework, these nine questions, to a goal that you want as well, okay? Because as I said, they're very, very similar. Now, we live in a world that spends most of its time caught up focusing upon its problems, thinking within problems, spending our time within problems. You know, in, in terms of in our society, it's caught up in this problem thinking. You know, when we have a problem, we notice what is wrong. We then look, who is to blame? We start to ask questions. What is wrong? What? When did it start going wrong? Whose fault is it? Why has it gone wrong? Why have I not solved the problem yet? Or why have you not solved the problem yet? And it makes you feel worse about a problem because what you're doing is you're focusing upon it. And where focus goes, energy flows. So if you continue to focus upon this problem, spend your time finding reasons for the problem, finding why the problem is there, what's gone wrong, then you cannot think clearly. So it's hard to think of a solution. And that's where I was talking about earlier, about swimming against the current. You're going to be continually facing the problem, continually trying to push the problem back, when really what you're doing is you're giving energy to that problem because you're focusing upon that problem. And when we have a problem-thinking mindset, when we get caught up and it's so easily done, I don't, we've all done it, I've done it myself, and I have to catch, my ta- catch myself now at times, James, are you focusing upon the problem or are you focusing upon a solution? When we have a problem-thinking mindset, when we are approaching a problem with a problem-focused mindset, we see more problems and our problem becomes harder to solve because we are spending our time wrapped within that problem. So if, for example, if it's in your career right now, okay, if it's in your job right now and you are not feeling fulfilled, you're not feeling excited or challenged, where are you spending your time? Focused on the problem or focused on the solution? If you're focused on the problem, you're going to be asking questions like, why isn't my job exciting? Why did I end up like this? Why have I not solved it yet? Why has my boss not made my job more interesting? What is wrong with my job? As I'm sure you can see, those questions are keeping you focused upon the problem. They're not keeping you focused on, okay, well, what can I do about this? How can I get out of my current situation and make it more pleasurable, make it more fulfilled, make it more exciting, make it more challenging? So if you're continually asking these questions and they're very similar questions to what you can ask about any problems that you're facing in your life, you're going to be focused upon that problem. So right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, do you know what? I feel like my problems have been around forever. I feel like my problems are really, really overbearing and wrapping around me. Look at the questions that you're asking yourself. And I'm going to be giving you now the questions and the structure to help you to start to move away from that. Okay, so you can feel better Start to change the results in your life and bring back the control over your life. And these, these, the structure, these questions, ask them an order. And if you are driving, if you're running, if you're in the bath, 
if you're showering, wherever you listen to the podcast, listen through and then go back and hit pause at each section. And, uh, and I've mentioned at the start, this is going to be a two-parter. So we'll run through the the first couple on this particular podcast, and then the next episode will run through the remaining amount as well. Depends on how many we get through in this podcast. Okay, so these questions are focused around kind of the well-formed outcomes. And when you have thought them through, then your outcome will feel more realistic achievable and motivating okay and these conditions apply best to really individual outcomes so outcomes that you want in your life and that are personal to you and you have control over okay so first of all the first one is positive okay now what i mean by this is it's what do i want now a lot of the times when i'm working with clients and i ask people what do you want I get what they, what they don't want, a list of everything that they don't want. I don't want to be in this job. I don't want to work here. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want to be overweight. Now, that isn't what you want. That is what you don't want, okay? And this, is, this has nothing to do with positive thinking. This means in a positive way, it means something towards what you want, okay? Not something that you want to avoid you're not directing your attention to something that you want to avoid to something that you don't want you're directing your attention your energy and your focus towards something that you do want and you get what you focus on you get where you place your energy so first of all is to check in okay in terms of your outcome so is your outcome positive or negative and you can do this by asking yourself okay well what do i want and if you find yourself going to what you don't want What do I want instead of this? What will this do for me? You're switching that from the negative to the positive, okay? And that's really, really important that you focus on what you do want instead. So if it was, I don't want to be in this job, it could be that I want to be in a job that's fulfilling. I want to be in a job that challenges me. I want to be in a career where I feel valued. They are positive goals because that's something that you work towards and not avoid. The second step, is evidence. So that's asking the question of how will you know when you are achieving that? How will you know when you are successful? And that's based around what will you see? What will you feel? And what will you hear when you are achieving what you want to achieve? And it's important to know that you are on track with your outcome. You know, you're getting the feedback that you are taking the right steps forward to achieving what you want to achieve, but also you're getting the feedback of when you have achieved what you want to achieve. And it's measuring that progress so you know when you've achieved what you want to achieve. And the really key thing about this is what it's doing is it's taking you to a place so you can measure it, so you can see, you can feel, and you can hear, so you know when you have the outcome that you want to have. And it's that feedback as you progress towards achieving it and it's feedback for when you have achieved that as well. And it's very, very important. How will you know when you're on course towards your outcome? How are you going to measure it? How will you know? And that's really, really important. The third step is being specific. And that is where, when, and with whom do I want my outcome? So that is asking questions of where specifically do I want this? When specifically do I want this? And in what context do I want this? Now, in terms of the question of when do you want this, 
outcome by. You may need to meet a deadline, you know, that you want to have, or you may not want the outcome before a specific date because there may be other elements that are in your life that will not be in place to take advantage. So it's really important that you become aware, aware, that you become aware of where do you want this, when do you want this, and with whom do you want this as well? Because it's really key and important to to notice as well that there may be situations where you do not want this change. There may be areas of your life where you do not want this change, where there's maybe the, of this specific area of your life you do want this change, it may not be relevant to other areas of change as well in your life. And the fourth step is resources. What resources do you have? Now, these could be objects. So this could be office equipment, buildings, technology, books that you may need. It could be audios, like so podcasts. It could be YouTube videos, TV programs. You then that kind of the people, kind of people-wise in terms of family, friends, your social circle, business colleagues, role models. Who is a role model that you have? And do you know anybody who has succeeded in this previously? Then your personal qualities. So what qualities do you have? What strengths do you have that can help you, that you help you towards this outcome and I always feel that as people that we can be a lot more resourceful than we think you know we can be a lot more resourceful so for this particular section and this is something that I used to really struggle with is that I'd be like well I'm not resourceful I haven't got any strengths I haven't got anything around me you know I no I, I haven't got much at all I haven't got many resources take the time in this particular section okay Take your time to really think through what objects, the people, the role models, the strengths that I have, the personal qualities, because you are a lot more resourceful than you think. Trust me, you are a lot more resourceful. It's just drawing them out and it can be challenging at the start. I know it's just drawing them out and being, just taking the time out to be consistent in terms of diving deeper and asking for them, what what resources do I have? What personal qualities? What strengths do I have? And spend time. Ask people. If you're struggling to raise strengths that you have, ask somebody. What what would you say are my top three strengths? What would you say are my top three personal qualities that I have? List them out. You are a lot more resourceful than you actually think you are. And it's an NLP presupposition that we have. So in neuro-linguistic programming, something that we presuppose is that a person has all the resources that they need to get the outcome and the result that they want. And I truly believe that as well. But it's just sometimes we have to bring them to the surface. So that's four, the four, the first four steps, as I've mentioned, go through these in order. The first four steps, I will be finishing off with the final five in the next episode. I didn't want to make the episode too long because it would have been a, a 30, 40 minute episode. So as I've said at the start, Hit pause at each section, okay? Take time with these sections to ask yourself the question. And it's going to help you shift from that problem-focused mindset, the approach to your problems within the problem, and be approaching them from an outcome, a more solution focus. So the four that we've run through today are first. The first step is to state the outcome in the positive, to then find the evidence behind that so when you know you'll be achieving it, to get specific and then to focus upon your resources. And in the next episode, we will be talking through the remaining five so you can put this jigsaw together. So thank you for listening to today's podcast and make sure you check out the next episode where we'll be running through the final five. And we will be today finishing on a quote. So let me turn to my book of quotes. So we're gonna draw one out, okay? So 
This is from Steve Jobs. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living somebody else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. So let's read that one more time. Quite a long quote, that one. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living somebody else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. So thank you for listening to today's podcast and let that quote sink in. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode where, as I've mentioned, we'll be running through the final five points. And remember that your habits and routines will work towards your dreams. I want you to understand how grateful I am for you listening to today's podcast. So in return, I want you to experience the power of life coaching. And I would like to send an invitation to you as a podcast listener to feel the power of coaching in your own life with a free one-to-one personal coaching experience with me. All I ask is your commitment to one hour to change your life and work towards your top 10 life goals. So to grab your invitation, head over to www.impactcoachingglobal.com forward slash experience before the allocated slots get snapped up. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you.